Hello and welcome to the week six to week seven edition of the Jefferson Madrigs podcast, the pod that is on a mission to normalise 18 fantasy leagues. I'm Pete McManus and after a successful couple of weeks in fantasy football, I'll be hosting this week, joined as always by my wonderful co-hosts, Alan Monk and Ian Harrison. Didn't know he was going to go with Pete's spot then. <laughs> he loves my, being second, I, he? I am in this spot for the first time this season and I'm delighted on by the hot it. seat. Absolutely delighted. Although, as we will go on to talk about in a minute, I'm not, not a clean sweep in fantasy this week yet because we are recording on Monday again, Monday evening, um, as we've got pressures on this week. And apologies for all of those who are wondering where our pod was last week. A few little issues that we had to sort out um, kept us away from the microphones, but we're back. With a bang, we're back. Just in ready to talk. Just ready to talk. IR. Yeah. Well, no, no one was asking where the pod was last week. You know. Like, oh, I had loads. I had loads of messages. <laughs> Mate, play up to the crowd. <laughs> I had I mean, one like, or two. No one missed it. It did. It did worry me that even in our mates' WhatsApp group, not one person no, no one was, was asking, like, "Oh, where's the pod, lads?" No pod I was like, lads. Right, brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm glad this isn't a waste of everybody's time. So, <laughs> at least we have fun doing it. So I, uh, yeah, so I should have hosted last week uh, after a clean sweep on fantasy. I sh- and I potentially got a clean sweep this week. I'm just waiting for Keenan Allen to outscore Austin Eckler tonight, which I'm massively concerned about. But I will, because um, I feel like it's one of those Austin Eckler's back games, and Austin Eckler's going to let everybody know that he's back. Or maybe they'll ease him in. Yeah, maybe. Maybe just, maybe they'll ease him in. That that might work if. It wasn't Joshua Kelly who was the only other option, so I'm just hoping that with no Mike Williams, they'll they'll just it'll eventually spam Keenan Allen. Yeah, again. it'll eventually just be Keenan Allen over and over. But I can just see a night where Herbert drops back, panics a little bit because the Cowboys are all over him, and then just dumps it to Eckler. Dumps it to Eckler 14 times, and he ends up with about 35 points, and I get stuffed. But to be honest, if I'm going to get beat, I'd rather get stuffed. Ian, how are you getting on? Um, I'm looking at finishing two and three this week, having won and lost one of each of the redrafts. I'm getting spanked in the dynasty by H. Um, 109 to 120, and H has still got the Cowboys D to play. So unless the Cowboys D get minus... They're going to get spanked by, Ox- by Eckler. Yeah. So I don't have a need after <laughs> score for them to go backwards that much. But. Um, we have won in our, in our auction team, and I've lost in best ball. What, what did you score best ball-wise? One three five. I've got um yeah, and I'm I've not... got Josh Kelly and Deuce Vaughan left to play. I'm, I think I've got Tony Pollard, but otherwise I'm on about one forty, which is sixty points lower than I think I've scored in any other week. Yeah, and I'm like, and we're, at that, we're at that point with best ball where I'm looking at it going, there's a hell of a lot of luck in this because I'm looking down my roster and it's got I'm missing players left, right, and centre, and obviously there's nothing you can do about it. You just no. Go, Richardson, players all over the place. So, so. on that, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure I read uh, on the JTT Twitter, nobody scored over 200 points in its first time. No one yeah. scored over 200 points. It felt points a little bit week. low this week. when we were, We'll get on to MVP in a minute, but I was looking down my teams and I've done all right this week. But I haven't put big scores and not, I haven't really got one player who's stood out. Like yeah. You'll see when we get to my MVP. So we've talked to my teams, we've talked to your teams, that's basically everything. We can move on then. Yeah, we can move on. We don't yeah, so we, about we, anyone we else's can, teams doing. We can move on, mate. Go on. Go on, uh, H. I am 5-0 and this week. Yes, um, again. I need I, I need 10, 10 points from Justin Herbert tonight, and I'm 5-0. and um, But 
I am going to struggle massively next week because I've got a lot of injuries and a lot of buys and I don't have a fit running back, I don't think. Should have drafted with the buys in mind, shouldn't you? I did. Um, but we, I, I did. And now I'm in week seven and I'm week, screwed. I've week had to, seven. Well, week. no, because I've, I've lost James Connor to IR. Um, I'm having to play... Like, but yeah, basically, the, the ones that I've, I've drafted... Uh, Miles Sanders is on a bye. James Connor's gone to IR. Should have Aaron Jones back. Um, and then I think I'm gonna. Uh, Derek Henry's on a bye as well. So five and zero this week. You don't regret not taking my trade offers. Oh. I was. I'm gonna come on to that in a bit. Don't worry. I'm mine. I tried trading you in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I, I'll come on to Pete's trade. I mean, I tried every trick in the book on Friday. Uh, I, I, pro- I, I will go through this trade right. when it comes to it, but I am going to go through got, that. We haven't got time for all of that, mate. We don't need to. We don't need to publicise all of our secret discussions. But I was trying. I was going deep into my bag of salesman tricks. Well, well actually, while we're on secret trade discussions, yeah. Did you? You went for a drive down to London and told all the lads about our trade discussions. Not with me. No, I didn't. So oh no! The only thing the only thing we discussed was while we were in London, you you sent every single one of us while we were there, yeah. knowing we were drunk, the same trade. Right? So, so like, you, can't, you can't discuss secret trades. No, I was, so it's not secret if you spam the whole group thinking, well, they're all going to be drunk, so one of them will take. It was drunk to drive down. One mm. thing that I was like. Just that, I didn't sorry. start it then. If it was on the drive down, I didn't start it. Um. Just got completely going back uh, to best ball. One thing that I've really enjoyed this week is random players scoring big for me. Yeah, like, that must be nice. But that's because <laughs> even my non-random players aren't scoring that's big. The, so that's the joy it's, of best ball. Yeah. You know when you look in. Yeah. Yeah. When you look down your roster and you're like, I don't even know who that is. I can't remember picking him. So, yeah. but, but. Um, uh, one day, Robinson needed to score within two points of Josh Allen last night and did to win which is pretty good and then on top of that I had Jameson Williams and Rashid Shahid uh, all like I I actually think Shahid was my top wide receiver in best ball that Jameson Jameson Williams catch was one of my favourites of the weekend because he just did not know he didn't have a clue where he was the reactions was that was class he did completely lose the ball and Good. before we move on to start talking about um, the rest of the the rest of what we got coming up, what about those Jets, eh? <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> three and three. I saw, I saw, I saw the meme today. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, come on, the since, Jets. Since Zach Wilson saw Donna Kelsey at his game, he's outplayed Patrick Mahomes. He's... <laughs> Jalen, Jalen Hurts had a proper meltdown Eagles. in the yeah. second half yesterday. Yeah, and I'm really I'm I'm annoyed because obviously everybody knows the Jets aren't my first team by any stretch of the imagination. But if you've listened to more than one episode of this, you'll know I had a bet on them mid um, preseason and then to make the playoffs, and then Aaron Rodgers went down. And the fact that they're three and three and they've beaten the Bills and Eagles, I think just justifies that I was right. Even we even, we predicted three and three, didn't we? At yeah, the start well, of the season? we said if we get but if not they, this way, if they get to three and three, they've got a chance. And the problem is, I think if they had Aaron Rodgers now, I could see them going on a run. And as I thought, yeah. Zach Wilson looked a little bit better yesterday, but I think then their next three games, 
are like Raiders, Chargers, that those sort of teams where you go, Rogers would have beaten them. Whereas yeah, Zach Wilson, yeah. at some point in the next three games, is going to have at least one meltdown, yeah. if not probably two. And they'll either be four and five, or if he's lucky, five and four. And they're just in a in a in the NFC. I'd still be like, I think they can make the playoffs. But in the AFC, you just even in their own division, the Dolphins and the Bills are going to end up with double figures. Yeah, you look across it. Like at your division here, and like the Bengals and the Ravens both look like they're going to get comfortably into double figures. Chiefs will get into double figures. It's hard. The Jags will get into double figures. It's hard to kind of see where that that seventh team in the AFC is going to have to get at least. I think they're probably going to have to get eleven wins. Yeah, but at least ten, and I'm not sure whether the Jets are going to get that many. Unless you're in our division, and you can probably do it with seven wins. Jags are Jags are all right. Jags three on the good. bounce now. Yeah, three Jags did look good. Right. Uh, any uh, any apologies or appreciations? I was going to drop this section. I'm not going to lie. I was going to drop it. But then H put on a, I'm going to apologize to Ian. Yeah. Which I'm going to be honest, before he says anything, feels like a trap. So, so I, am, right. I, I apologize in advance and I know nothing about what's coming. But I don't have any apologies or appreciations. Obviously, we didn't make that many predictions last week. Not publicly anyway, because yeah. we're not. Uh, we we didn't do the pod, but as you said, you're going to apologise to Ian. That yeah. intrigued me. So let's see what you've got. So my apology is to Ian, and it's purely because of the bet that we did have. Um, I had a look at my notes, and it was who was going to be the top running back in fantasy, not in yards. But it doesn't matter. Cause it doesn't Travis matter because ETN's winning now, isn't he? Yeah, smashing yeah. him. So the do you remember? Worst apology ever. This no. It, it, <laughs> so sorry, I was wrong. I'm still winning. It, I, hey, I said I said ETN was going to be a lot better than both of you thought. He's currently running back four in fantasy football, and had another strong week this week. And are we talking half point or full point? Full point. I don't think it'll make. It's unlikely it'll make a difference. Well, it did because that's why Jacobs caught up because he got spammed by. Um, so we're going full point. Yeah, full. Yeah, full, full PPR. Okay. Full PPR, yeah. The other reason I ask is when we were having the conversation, we were talking Dynasty, which was... Half, half PPR, point. yeah. All right. As long as we're all clear. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, He's I'm, just over here going, full point, half point, makes no difference. Now, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's, yeah. It is very close still. One, good, one good week, he's going to smash him. It is close. Any other apologies or appreciations? Yeah, I've got apologies to make to Joe Burrow. It's not really an apology. It's not, it's not an apology. I don't mind being wrong about. Oh, so. Joe Burrow, I love you. Well, you? The other week, well, you say that, but the other week I was saying I've given up on. I've given up on Burrow. No, not only did he give up on him, I he dropped him. He changed the rules within our NFL fantasy league so that he could drop him because the NFL was set up in a way that it wouldn't let him drop him. So yeah. he's like messaging me, going, "What's up with this?" And then had to change the rules just to drop just to him. drop him because the NFL, the NFL fantasy website, me app. It has a list of undroppable players, so you can't to protect you from. So you can't accidentally drop a superstar. Exactly what he did. So I had to to turn it off to drop him, and then regret it. Brilliant. There's a reason that the NFL probably did that for you, mate. What's this list here for? This is pointless. Nobody needs this. This list. Try to save you. So I dropped him, and then last Sunday against the Cardinals, he went 36 for 46 for 317 yards, three TDs, and an INT. Although the INT should have been called back for a pass interference. Um, he's not then, bitter about it, though. No. And then it, well, Trenton I mean, Hill. Oh, like, he's going to bring up the Super Bowl there now as no, well. No, no, no. But while we're on it. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going back to, while we're talking Bengals and going back to things that we 
didn't get to talk about last week and we just talk about Jamar Chase for a minute. What a player he is. If you want, yeah. yeah. Franchise good, record. Yeah. I was playing against my brother last week and we were in London sat in the pub and I was like, every, yeah. every time, and I forgot to be fair, he's got him in Dynasty so it took a little bit of the edge off the division but every time Joe Burrow threw the ball it was like, that's another one for Jamar all Chase. All and... 11 of his catches either went for a first down or a touchdown. Yeah. Which is an incredible start to have. It was just, it was like, it was just one of those. Games. Yeah, it's fifteen targets for eleven catches. At this point, T. Higgins is just getting in the way because he he, just, he came back in. Well, is he though? He came, he's, not, he's not even in the way. He came back in this week, and you just, I don't know, he just didn't look as good. I was like, get him out. Yeah, yeah. just trade him. Yeah. But then like, that could that we could do that. Yeah, yeah it's coming up to that. trade deadline, so there's a it few players happen. that could could yeah, end up be trading. Could happen. I was thinking we should do a bonus. You know, we've not although, done. Although, although the Bengals rarely trade. Yeah, mm. I was thinking, rarely. You know, we we've not done a bonus episode for a while. We could do a bonus episode of who we think should get traded before the deadline. But not tonight, because you want a nap before the Monday night game. Yeah, not so tonight. Some other time. Not yeah. tonight, but at some point in the next couple of weeks before the trade deadline, we could throw out some bonus content. Yeah, for all those people who missed out last week. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any more? Have you finished your Joe Burrow loving? Yeah, I'm finished. Yeah, he's, he's he, basically he's back. He's great. I love him. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that last week. I couldn't believe how much he's hobbled about for four weeks, and then he was he that. was dancing around defenders last week. I was like, what has happened in a week? It's a miracle. Just, well, in, in last night in there, yeah, in the touchdown pass to Yoshivas, just dancing around in the pocket. Because you got the bye this week, haven't you? We have got the bye. Yeah. Now. So he's got now he's got two weeks for us to play. It's just yeah. he's going to be. It's going to be all systems go when they come back in week eight. Hopefully so. Well, you got away with it a little bit yesterday. It doesn't say that on the scoreboard. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, right, before we move on, we've got our first partner. Huge, huge news. Huge. Yeah. We should, Massive news. Have we not got like a siren sound effect or something we can play? It's like, not no. right, not to drop on the. Right, I'll just well, insert it after we finish recording. Yeah, this is a this is a good intro to our <laughs> for our first partner. So our first partner is Fantasy Game Day app. Um, it's the first partner we've had. Uh, all you need to do is get the app, sign up, um, and we can get you a little bit of a bonus. So effectively, what it is is da- it's daily fantasy football. So most people who are listening to this will be aware of what it is, da- what daily fantasy football is. Um, you go on, you get a budget. You're just playing for that Sunday. The you get a budget of players. But the players that are available are the six o'clock games and the nine thirty games. So effectively, the ones you're going to see on Red Zone. Uh, you get entered into a league. You pay one price each week. You get entered into a league, and the top twenty is it? Top quarter. Yeah. Top, top quarter. quarter. The top quarter get paid out of the pot. Um, if you sign up, use the code JMDFS. That's JMDFS. Deposit and play, you get your second game free. So you pay for your first one, and then your second week comes free. We all had a go this week, so we've all got next week free. And um, at least I assume that's how it'll work. Yeah. And how did we get on, lads? I won. I finished in the top quarter, so I won myself 19 quid. That's not bad. I was just outside. As was I. Yeah. But a little bit gutting, especially because I was third at one point, and... I think it was like a hundred pound that I could have won. So 
devastating. Yeah, you were counting yeah. your chickens, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Five, yeah. five minutes in, and I was sending messages. I mean, it was, say, I mean, it was about messages. four minutes past six when you yeah. messages going, look, I've yeah. got McCaffrey, and he yeah. scored a touchdown. Yeah. I had McCaffrey, Pitts, and someone else who all scored a touchdown in the first like minute, and I was like, oh, I'm going to win everything. You're going to win yeah. it all. Well, what yeah. did it for me was having most hurt as my captain, because your captain gets double points. Yeah, captain. I was so just going to say, so that's you, a very important pick. Just gonna, we should, for Fantasy Game Day, we should go through the, the lineup, really. So you pick a, pick a captain, which can play any position. Any position. Uh, then you've got your quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, flex, and a tight end. Yeah. Uh, you get 40,000. 40,000. Yeah. And they, they come up with the budget themselves. Yeah, and everybody's priced differently. And yeah, Ian nailed it with the most at captain. Yeah, pick. most at captain. Goff, Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara, Mike Evans, Jacoby Myers, Jamar Chase, and TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. Which... Put me at 25 out of 138. Not enough to win 19 quid. Not enough, to, Not win, nice enough healthy, to win myself 19 quid. Nice healthy profit. Yeah, yeah I, I had Tyreek Hill as captain, which hurts me because, you know, I don't like the guy. But I was looking at that match. Well, when there's money involved, I'll put my, yeah, I'll, you'll I'll, put your morals I'll, to one side. But it's only one Sunday I can put my morals. <laughs> no, I can't have him through the season, but for just for one Sunday, I'll put my morals to the side. And, um, yeah, I... When he when he 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 had a good he had a good day. There's no doubt about that. But when most it was going in, I was like, most it's the most it's the dolphin that I should pick. I also think there's an element of, and everybody plays fantasy football the way they want. But at one point, I had most and Hill in my, my team. I was like, maybe that's a little bit too dolphins heavy. But I think you forget that that teams like dolphins can score five touchdowns. Can't yeah, they, they can so, score seventy a game against yeah, the Broncos. Maybe don't put the salt. But maybe don't put Kamara and Alave in your team at any point because clearly they're not going to score on the same day. Are they? No, no. But um, so yeah, that's fantasy game day app. Like I say, sign up, use the code JMDFS, and let us know how you get on. Yeah, available for Android and iPhone. It's fantasy game day app, all one word. Yeah. We'll put a link in the in, in our socials that you're all part of. Yeah. yeah. Any more on that before I move on? No. Nope. No. Other than I hate injuries, but we'll move on. I think uh, that's, that's not relevant for the Fantasy Game Day app. <laughs> it, it is because I was flying with CMC and Justin Fields. But yeah. I doubt you were flying with Fields. Uh, I was doing all right with Fields then. <laughs> yeah. uh, right, MVP. You went. H, you went 5 0. Who was yeah. your MVP? My MVP was Armin Ra St. Brown. I'm, I'm looking directly at Pete as I say this. Is this the trade? This yeah. is the trade. That's what you're trying to do. So Armin Ra St. Brown was 12. It was of, bold. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give, you, I'll give Ar- you that. Armin Ra was 12 of 15, 124 yards, one TD, which was 30.4 points, and I've got him in three of my five leagues. Just, just a quick, before we go on, as you mentioned the Armin Ra TD, what a block. Was it Craig, was uh, yeah, it Craig Reynolds? Uh, Reynolds. Was it Craig Reynolds? You yeah. say it, what a block. He got called for blindside. No, no, no the, one that, the one though where I said, watch him, he, he throws him, because I was with you last night watching it, he comes like from behind Armin Ra and just throws oh, yeah. the just, just the makes defender. the room for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You see the blindside that wasn't a blindside. Oh, it was... Um, was that the same game? Cool. No. no. Like the Jets? The Who Alan Lazard one? It was, yeah, it was Romeo Dubs. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Packers weren't playing. Sure, it was, it was Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb stuck sure, an amazing block in and got called for blind side. Yeah, Jets. Yeah, it was the Jets game, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I thought it was a great block. But, yeah, uh, so did I. It's too soft the NFL nowadays. Yeah. So, I'm just yeah, going to... Me- back when you played. 
if anybody from the NFL is listening I didn't mean that <laughs> please please don't come and hurt me so I'm going to talk about Armand Ross St. Brown and the trade Pete tried to uh, talk me into Go on, and then. it is one of the worst things I've ever read uh, sorry which league uh, it was in the redraft, redraft. league right. and so there's no draft picks on offer so, so what happened straight player swap what yeah. happened was Miles Sanders got ruled out and it came up on my phone and I thought oh I'll pick up Tuba Hubbard so too I went, late too uh, late is what he was I went to yeah. pick up Tuba Hubbard for the week because trigger Pete over there so Pete had uh, picked him up and I, I sent him a message to say oh you beat me to it and Pete said don't worry I'll trade you for him um, so I said I haven't I'll, I'll give you Deontay uh, yeah Deontay Foreman wasn't it yeah, yeah some right load of nonsense yeah and he replied back no Armin Ra um, is a needs a new home doesn't he he wanted me to trade Tuba Hubbard for Armin Ra and I said no, don't be ridiculous I no I didn't and then he sent me I'll give you Jameer Gibbs and Tuba Hubbard for him. And I said... That was a fair, fair trade. And I said, absolutely not. And he went, I'll throw in Gabe Davis to make it even then. And I was like, it's still going to be a no. And then he tried to justify it that, because in that league is the league where... That's I have... offered you Jameer Gibbs. That's yeah. actually quite a good offer. It's nice. Well, it's it, could, it could turn out all right if he yeah. plays this weekend. So... It's in the league where I was two and three, and he tried to justify the trade by going, "You need to go big." And I was like, "I'd rather have Armin Ra, who oh, can psychology. who can win like well, he's just four lost or five weeks." And, Connor, and I was like, Man, "You can't afford to lose this week." I said Hubbard's gonna have a good week. Gabe Davis, he did. Come, Gabe Davis is on a roll. He's gonna come in and have a good week. I was like, "I was like, you don't need Armin Ra. You need to like pad out your squad a little bit. You can't." Because I'm not going to buy wins for one week. I was like, you can't fall behind now. It's a short season. Uh, and I won. Uh, quite <laughs> turn comfortably. My, turn my offer down. Won yeah. comfortably. And Gabe Davis got like three points. So yeah. probably wouldn't have won with Gabe Davis. The life of a Gabe Davis fantasy owner. Do you know what we get while we're on the subject? Because I needed to mention this at some point. I have made the same... You know, we were talking the other week about loyalties and cutting players and not being loyal. I've made the same mistake twice this year. And I got away with it the first time. And I don't, depending on what happens with Keenan Allen and Eckler tonight, I'm probably not, maybe not going to get away with it this week. In that, I've done everything we said that you should do. Don't not be too loyal to players you've drafted and all that sort of stuff. And the other week, I brought Kirk Cousins in because I needed him. He played really well, and then they went away to the Panthers. And I, I know everything in me knows that you shouldn't back you shouldn't Kirk, play Cousin Kirk Cousins when away. he's away from home. Yeah. But because he's had a good week, I was like, oh, I'll stick with him. And I got away. He had a terrible week, and I got away with it. And I've done the same thing with Davis this week. And I was umming and ah between him and Lockett. And the only reason I stuck with Davis was because he had a good week last week. And I should know that you he's not going to have two... Tyler Lockett as well. Yeah, I know. I was like, he's not going to have two good weeks on the trot. Good old recency bias. Yeah, it was like I'm sort of. It's like I don't know. You know, how you chase points in fantasy. He saw him live, it and was, he was like, "Oh, it does like look that. good." That game, I was like, I'm, but I started talking myself into it because I was like. He's just put up 22 points against the Jags. The Giants are terrible. Like The Bills could easily go off for 40 points, and in therefore he's going to have a share of that and just talked myself into it. And none of that happened. No, because it's Gabe Davis, and he doesn't do that, does he? The Bills he didn't even go off. He's not going to put up two double-figure... One thing that I would say on the Bills, though, is they're coming back from London. So I was 
against didn't think about to, that either. Yeah, I was against trying to play them until they had no Dan Jones, no. I think uh, I know Saquon ended up playing, but he was a major doubt. Got no left tackle, like yeah, no one. See, I, don't, I don't think coming back from London works when it's the Bills. If it was yeah. the 49ers then yeah, perhaps. Yeah, but you say but that, the, but they but didn't. For the Bills look, they to didn't go look to the right 49ers, in It's just as far as London anyway. I know they say they that. Condition to they make s- eight-hour flights. They say that, but they didn't look right last Sunday against the Jags. Like the Jags had a serious advantage by the fact that they'd been there a week yeah. and acclimatized. It might, yeah, it might, it could, might, it might have been I, a time zone difference. I thought you could see it this week with because the, they said the Ravens and I, like we were taking the mick when we at the game because they were talking about this pre, but the game this weekend, the Ravens got there on Monday. And the Titans didn't arrive till Friday. And for the first half, I mean, the Ravens are a better team than the Titans anyway. But you could see it like the, the Titans weren't in the game. No. So the, I've noticed that when it is the London games, the team that tends to be the one that has come late always starts really slow. Like the Bills yeah. took so long to get going against the Jags that it kind of cost them the game. And it, but it should you're right. It should make a difference because it takes just as long to go travel from LA Flight. to yeah. New York yeah. as it does to New York to London. Yeah, so. they, they do those fights all the time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, we've done yours, Ian MVP. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Jared Goff. Yeah, Jared Goff. He played like really well. So he this did. this is in the league where I dropped Borrow, and someone immediately snaffled him. <laughs> so um, shock. Yeah, I know. So I'm at a point where I'm just streaming QBs, and this week it was Jared Goff after Jordan Love had a shocker last week. So Jared Goff this week. Uh, 30 for 44 for 353 yards two TDs against the Bucks for 22.42 points made him QB3 on the week so it looks like Jared Goff's going to be staying in my team for a bit even though he has got a tough matchup against the Ravens coming up this week I I have to say like I was I am getting more and more surprised each week with Jared Goff not like I thought he would have like a little bit of a drop off but he seems to get or be as good if not better each and every week and I know he's building chemistry and he's getting players back and stuff like that but for a quarterback that doesn't run he I think I was the only one that had him in our top 10 and I'm sure he's quite comfortably in the top 10 of fantasy NFL quarterbacks now isn't he? He probably will be Yeah I um. The thing with the Lions, I heard some. I heard on on a and another podcast, and other podcasts are available. How dare if, you? If you have the time, I heard somebody say something along the lines. It was a couple of weeks ago, to be fair. The the Lions might be the third best team in the NFC, <laughs> and my initial reaction was, "All right, let's not get too carried away." And then I sat about and thought about it, and then I've watched them twice since, and I think they're comfortably the third best team in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. And I think they give the Eagles and the 49ers a game. Definitely yeah. the Eagles. I, don't know, I think the Eagles have been papering over cracks a little bit this season. Uh, I think if the they're, Lions they're... played the 49ers now, especially with Debo CMC. With team. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the Lions stand a great chance there, to be fair. But they've got playoffs and, and a good run at the Super Bowl in them, yeah. the Lions, which I think is, is, is impressive considering what they've done the last couple of years. Yeah. It's it's that guy. So he should be buzzing because he loves Dan Campbell. Yeah, Dan Campbell was brilliant. Like I said, I, I saw one one interview there or one post game uh, thing that they put up on their Twitter, and I was like, honestly, I'll, I'll run through a brick wall. If if he was my coach, I'd run through a brick wall for him. 
Yeah. And there's a reason why he's, but you can these see players it. are playing you can well see it for him. Hard knocks last year, and it's it's it, you know they didn't start very well. The defense wasn't great last year, but as soon as they got going and he worked out the defense, like, the offensive coordinator is not going to be there very long. He's no, going to get his own job. Yeah. So he was interviewed this year and decided against it. This is Ben Johnson, and he was he got interviewed with the Colts, the Texans, and I want to say it was the Broncos and he thought, as no, well. I'm not doing those poverty franchises. Yeah, and so he, he Thanks, said he, he he said no I'll wait ra- for someone good. I'd rather I'd rather stick it out for the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well, why he's smashing you? it. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Like he, he's obviously building a really good offense there. And I mean that's the thing, would you rather be head coach at with all due respect to your yeah, teams, yeah. a, a sub par team or a, a less than average team or would you rather be the offensive coordinator for a playoff, maybe a championship winning team? I think the the thing is, I mean, we can talk all day, but it depends. You've got to back yourself. Yeah. And you can, there's two ways you can back yourself there. You can back yourself and kind of go, well, I can turn the Colts. Because the Colts and the Texans are a great example. They're a hell of a lot better than they were 12, like 100%. 12 months ago. Oh, yeah, of course. And they look better. And, course, like, yeah. and you, you only have to look at what the Lions have done to, and see what Dan Campbell's done to go, well, I back myself to be able to do that. The other, the other way of backing yourself is kind of going. Actually, I'm going to see, I'm going to see this job through because I'm still going to get offered jobs next year, and I yeah. might get offered a slightly better job because they're only going to keep seeing how good I am, and that's well, that's the thing. Like, you, you look at the the two from the Eagles, which was uh, Sirianni and who uh, I I said it when uh, Texans played the Colts, uh, not Sirianni, sorry, uh, Shane Steichen absolutely outcoached D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah, absolutely outcoached him, and he's making. I mean, he's he's made quarterbacks look really good. Anyway, he's. I mean, yes, the talents there with uh, Herbert and Hurts, but he is doing that. The, the thing he for didn't me, make Minshew look very good yesterday. He, he didn't. And but you look at Jonathan. His talents are apparently limited. Yeah. So. He, he, the the one role that I probably wouldn't have gone would be the Jonathan Gannon at the Cardinals because the Cardinals. Are clearly in a rebuild they we thought they were all tanking this year like everyone said it but he they, did, they're getting worse yeah he, but he didn't have any cap space either like so you you look at the Texans and the Colts we both have cap space coming into next year though I know the Texans have a lot of draft picks this year and I think we've still got eight next year as well so these things like that where you can that that would for, for me that's one thing that I would be looking at, um. But I'll be honest, I can see the Chargers head coach going probably if they don't make the playoffs or at least maybe the championship game this year because they are they they should be there. Yeah. So then someone like a Ben Johnson could go there. Could that job. Yeah. yeah, and I think he's waiting. I'm going to cut right you off because you could talk about this all day. I know. I'm sorry. We'll do, we'll do release some extra content. Yeah. What H that has no fantasy relevance whatsoever. <laughs> what H bigs will happen in the in an hour of H talking about head coaches and what H bigs will happen jobs. in the summer of 2024 in coaching circles. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> just a monologue. Uh, I'll, I just, t- I'll just leave it set up and you can sit here on your own. Yeah, I, I, I haven't. You're not sitting here. It's not sitting in my, <laughs> not sitting in my dining room, just talking to himself about head coaches. We're uh, not in the dining fair, room. We are in a very professional recording studio. To be fair, Ian did ask the question, so I was just answering that. Um, so my MVP, I looked through my team and all of my teams, and I don't think other than two, I think got 22 points. I don't think anybody else made it to 20. Maybe Karen Williams did just in the end. Um, so I've gone with Harrison Butker 
simply for the reason that I didn't stay up and watch the game on Thursday night. But when you wake up and you've got four, when you wake up and you're like looking at your phone going, what's all these like um, notifications from the NFL? And you click on it, it says, Harrison Booker field goal, Harrison Booker field goal. And like just four times, I was like, well, that's... That, that's, 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 that's just Justin Tucker owners this week because well, he got six. That sounds like it went really well. And then I watched the highlights and he's banging him in from 50 or 60 yards. I was like, this is absolutely brilliant. So he started me off with 17 points in two of my leagues. And I was like, that's... Your kicker can't really kill yeah, you. That. Your kicker can't win it. He can hamper you somewhat. But 17 points for a kicker, I was like, yeah, go for it. Do you want to say it or shall I? No, you don't. <laughs> Kickers are real people too. Yeah, and he was this this week. He really helped me out. Brilliant. Like and, yeah, and I dropped him in one of my leagues because I thought having the same kicker in all three leagues was a, I don't know. There was an element of if he has a seventeen point game, it's great. But when he has a shocker, it's holding me back no, three I, I, times I like, over. I like having the same player across. Yeah, yeah, yeah mixed I it up. But I've got him in two, so it's fine. And I've won in the one that I haven't. Um, MWP. Most worthless players. I'm going to start this one because it feels a bit harsh, but I didn't really have anyone else to throw in there. Justin Fields, I know he got injured, but he'd gone back to start of the season, Justin Fields, before he got injured. And he didn't go out in the first half, and he still only got four points, and it was well into the third quarter. So it feels a bit harsh, and we're going to move on quickly. I didn't really have anyone else that really stood out. Is this not the second time you've had Justin Fields in here as well? Possibly. Might be the third. No, I don't think oh, it is. I'm just waiting for Dallas Goddard to come out next <laughs> week. He's just I rotating, like... isn't he? Yeah, Goddard's, made... <clears throat> Goddard's been in multiple times. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, obviously we didn't do a pod last week, but I love Dallas Goddard now. I think he's ace. Yeah. So, yeah. And I love what, what I love about it. We get on to talk about Titans in, in a little bit because Ian's got a new feature he wants to share with us. But um, what I love about Titans is I got all of the Goddard points last week because there was no other options. I was looking at the bench, looking at the waivers going... It's just better to stick with God at six points than it is to go with any of them. And then he put up six on the first drive or six on the first couple of throws. Love it. Absolutely brilliant. And that's the, the best decisions are the ones that are taken out of my hands. Told you you'd come good. Yeah. H, uh, my, most worthless player. Mine I'm furious with because it's a player that I absolutely adore and I love. It's Dallas got it. It's not Dallas got it, no. Um, <laughs> it's DeAndre Hopkins. Um, obviously, as a Texans fan. DeAndre Hopkins, who you've been trying to ship for the last two weeks, so anybody yeah, who listen. That DeAndre Hopkins. It, it is. And he's one of, for him. Yeah, he's one of those players. He <laughs> he's one of those players where you can't drop him, but Ryan Tannehill's killing him. Um, one catch. For twenty yards, which just come off a really points. good game. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what that's. What, it, so he was he, he he was in my squad that week, and then I stuck him in again because he had a really good game and yeah, um, crumbled. Have, have they announced the? Well, it's, right, the it's the Gabe Davis problem that you've had, hasn't it? Yeah. Have they announced the Ryan Tannehill injury yet? Uh, no, I think it was an ankle. As he was saying. So but, we're gonna do we're gonna do some trade talk on a separate app, but just very quickly, don't start monologuing again. If you're the Titans Don't know if I can do that, but if, you, if you're the Titans and Tannehill's out for any more than let's say he's on minimum four weeks. Yeah. The two and four? Yep. Would you trade Derek Henry? No. I I wouldn't, but I would be starting Will Levis over Malik Willis. There's nothing Malik, Malik Willis. Willis looks shocking. Yeah, there's well, nothing. It, 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 it looked like Willis he'd never played before. He was when he was taking sacks within two minutes. 
with the yeah. clock running on the okay. goal line. Yeah. Let me re- oh, rephrase this. If Tannehill's, if Tannehill's out for at least four weeks, unknown, and then they lose the next, I don't even know if they play the next two weeks, but if they lose the next two weeks, so they're two and six as we approach the trade deadline, yeah. and somebody comes in and offers you a second round pick for Derek Henry. I don't think anyone would be foolish enough to do it, but yeah, I'd accept that. You don't think somebody would offer him offer a second no. round pick for Derek Henry? I I'm talking I, real I, NFL, no, not fantasy. No, Derek Henry's drop off is is quite big at the moment. It like yeah, but f- you're a contender fan- and you think you can win this year. I'm yeah, trying but to, fan- I'm trying to think up the top of my head. You look at his fantasy numbers; he's he's, he's not the same Derek Henry. Yeah. Um. So okay. no, I wouldn't. Ian, most worthless player. Well, again, my EP, I've got a <clears throat> frequent flyer. It's uh, it's T Higgins again. <clears throat> Tell you, get him, trade him, get him out of there, get him out of Cincinnati. Well, yeah, I think I think, I think you'd have to. He is one player that I I genuinely believe will be traded because I, I think they, they might the deadline. Well, yeah, they've got to cash in on him. Yeah, we might. Well, to be fair, we might as well because this week he went two of four for twenty yards, wide receiver seventy three on the week before they get before tonight's games. This is like he started. He's not going first, any higher than that. His, for first, <laughs> his first game this season was, you know, the the no catches after eight targets. Yeah, triple. I don't, I don't know whether this is because of his contract status, or maybe just Joe Burrow's got no faith in him anymore. But he's just not getting the looks since that week one performance. In his last three games, Higgins has ranked as wide receiver eighty three, wide receiver eighty three, and wide receiver seventy three, which is ridiculous. Yeah. For a man of his talent in the Bengals' offense, what's it? What's more worrying is that Tyler Boyd is taking over. See, that's what I was going to come on to there. Like Boyd has always been a favorite of Burrow's, especially yeah. on third downs. But right now, it just seems that when we need when we need a go-to catch, Tyler Boyd is becoming the man, and T. Higgins is just a grey man. Yeah. It's like it's like we've already made made the decision we're going to trade him, and he's just. It's just there. You also though, from if you look at the Bengals, they drafted two wide receivers this year. Like so, they it, it was quite, and they they seem to like that. I know I call him Ivanovic, and you'll tell me his name's completely different. Yoshivas. Yeah, that one, Ivanovic. <laughs> Andrei um, Yoshivas. That sounds nothing like Ivanovic. It, it, it's it's I O V A N or something like that. So yeah, um, I, he, he seems to be becoming a little bit of a borough kind of favourite as well like, and, and not a borough favourite one target um, one reception one touchdown yesterday no so but he, the, the he got is, the targets well, like, last week like, as well last week it was Trenton Irwin Trenton Irwin yeah. got double digit targets it, it's not it's not surprising to see that somebody who is in his contract year yeah. is clearly unhappy like you said at the, the start of the podcast he just seems to be getting in the way Yeah, he's not even getting in the way he's not even getting the targets to get in the way of Jamar Chase's production well, I'm just he thinking the, the, the best the best you looked as a team was last week when he wasn't in the lineup. So is he the Cincinnati Chase Claypool? Is that is that what's going on here? I probably won't go that far because he's <laughs> he's not an absolute douche. But he's just You don't know that. You've never met him. <laughs> no, yeah, I d I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't he doesn't come across as No, I think you're right. I think there's a good chance in the next four weeks or three weeks it's not two weeks. Two and a bit weeks till the beginning. Well, like uh, I said, trade the, the Bengals we, we will rarely trade pick trade people rarely yeah. so I don't, I don't and know he's out of contract and it would be interesting he's one of those situations where it would be interesting to see what someone would offer for him 
because he is a you're bringing someone in for the future. So why would you not just wait until the off season yeah. rather than trading for him in October? Well, so. again, like it's it's in the Bengals' interest to spam him. Yeah. If we're going to trade him, spam him, get his value up. Yeah. Well, the closer he gets, it's to no, him. it's no good making this decision to trade him and then not use him because now his his value is diminishing. So fantasy wise. Does he have a value between now and the end of the year? He's, if well, he, he's, if he's I mean, he dropped Burrow. Are you dropping T? I probably, I probably not going to drop T Higgins because because he might get traded. But he's not, he's not going anywhere near my starting lineup. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. Right, Howler of the week. Have you done your? Oh, yeah, of course yeah. you did. Yeah. Uh, D-Hop, still crying about it. Right. Yeah. So this week's Howler. Is and this is controversial because the boys don't like this, but it's PJ I, Walker. I'm not happy about this. He's just led them to a victory over the 49ers. You don't, you don't <laughs> beat the 49ers. He hasn't really led them to a victory, though, has he? No, yeah, he, he did. If he, if he, he was the starting quarterback, right, has he not led them? If you go 18 of 34 for 192 yards and two ints and no touchdowns, have you led them to a win? Yes. Well, you were there. So. You no. were there. I, I, to be honest, what did T. Higgins lead the Bengals you, to a win over the Seahawks yesterday? Right. We, I, well, I'll, I'll flip it. Right, he got eight less yards than Mac Jones and two interceptions. Mac Jones played the Raiders and he played the 49ers He beat the 49ers and Mac Jones couldn't beat the Raiders. He didn't beat the yeah, 49ers Matt, Matt Jones hasn't got the defense that PJ Walker's got. I, I, I thought it was harsh when you suggested Very harsh. it, but I've been looking at the stats. Look at and stats. This not, is a good reading. This yeah. is a fantasy first podcast, and he got four points or something. Four so points, yeah. I was like, three point seven eight points he got. And but in fantasy, you can win with seventy points. Um, but the, the point, the point, PJ, the point is PJ, PJ Walker, Walker should be MVP. He's like obviously Deshaun Watson's QB one, and there's a good chance that Deshaun Watson turns up this weekend and says, "I don't fancy it either. I just don't fancy." Oh, he's going to go on his Deshaun Watson rant now. When you, when you now. give someone a fully guaranteed contract, they can just say whatever they want. Oh, you know what? I don't fancy it. That PJ like Walker he's had a great a opportunity to put his name, nail his name down as the QB two, and all he's done is hand the reins back to. Dorian Thompson Robinson. I don't think he has. You can't if drop John somebody Watson who decides he can't be bothered this week. I wouldn't be surprised if Katarina Johnson Thompson <laughs> was, was quarterbacking for the Browns this week. I I can't see that. I can't. Uh, we're, we're not going to spend too much yeah. time on this podcast talking about his quarterbacking the Browns. Yeah, fair enough. It's just not. Yeah, worth I don't want to do that either. It's just not worth yeah. it. Let's move on to waivers. Let's talk about going for a massage. Let's move instead. on to waivers because there is a problem with half the NFL being on IR, or as Ian's nicknamed it, I Armageddon. I love it. Absolutely love it. I Armageddon. I'm getting a little bit tired of injuries. Oh, tell me about I, it. Like, I feel like. I feel like there's been that many injuries that it's affected everybody now. Yeah. Like, so it's not like you can't cry about it because it's happened to your team because and it's just happening to everyone. Well, in in our redraft league or one of our redraft leagues, I have currently got t- two empty bench spots because I have had to put in the last week Khalil Herbert and Devon A. Devon A. Chan. Devon A. Chan. Devon A. Chan on IR into my IR spots and there's just no one I want to bring in have you not there's been just no one this the is the same league you dropped I... Burrow in yeah no it's the other one. Oh right okay genuine question have you been looking at teams 
like depth charts and going, who who's this RB? <laughs> who's RB two here? Like, is is it worth picking? I think, up? I think everyone was doing that with uh, Dimicardo. Yeah, yeah, like so it, so no my, one's ever heard of Dimicardo, and no all of a sudden, him and yeah, he did nothing. Yeah. So the bit that's irritated me is so my and obviously we've just talked about Montgomery and Gibbs. I can't remember if we did that on there or off air. I'm so oh. confused. But I made a strategy last week where I was like, if I'm going to pick up a running back, I want a running back that I know is good. He's got the potential to score points. But he, if he was if he was to happen to move up the depth chart because somebody else got injured, he becomes a massive a massive play. So I already had Charbonnet. So not Joshua Kelly. I've added, and this is brings me back to why you why I was asking about Derek Henry because I was trying to get your thoughts. I brought Tajay I brought Tajay Spears in because yeah. I was like, I might. He looked quite good. Yeah, he this did. is he it. Did. I think there's a chance he might take over anyway. There's always a chance Henry gets injured, and I was thinking I'll keep him for a couple of weeks, and if on the off chance he gets traded, Tajay Spears is in because I was like, at some point, and I think there is an element of this is the way the way fantasy works. At some point in the next four or five weeks a running back is going to appear from nowhere and have a good finish to the season and then that's the one yeah. you want and nobody knows who it's going to be yet but I was like I'm just going to pile as many running backs into my team as possible yeah. I, would like, I, I might just pick up Leonard Fournette then and just I, pray I would like a bet <laughs> play off Lenny pray, pray yeah. that the Rams give him a call or something I, I would actually like to say that with Khalil Herbert going on to IR I think this is the the moment where Roshan Johnson becomes that player, and I, you mentioned it a few weeks back, so yeah, I haven't I've put it as him. my yeah, I haven't put it as my waiver, but I think Roshan. So I've actually picked Roshan Johnson up in both. I think it's disappointing because this wrong this, team this, though. This was looking yeah. like this was looking like Khalil Herbert's year. Yeah, yeah, yeah he he did look good because you know he's never been the guy, has he? No, no, no. And he had a great chance this year, and he was looking. I think really, I, I think, really good. I think you're right. Roshan Johnson could be a good shot. I just don't. I mean, it's the wrong team. So like, it, it is. The Bears are never. I mean, it is. But how many the, points can you score playing for the Bears? Really? Well, we'll soon find out. I guess. I think what one of the other ones is like, and you said it. There's going to be some random earth from nowhere if uh, both the Rams running backs, so Karen Williams and uh, Rivers, are down and out. They've got the sixth round rookie who is Zach Evans. Zach Evans yeah. And the other one that I do want to mention, and he only played in preseason, went to IR, and it's you're only doing, because... You're doing honourable mentions and I haven't I even asked you for your pick yet. No, no. <laughs> it's just no like, it's, before Pete just asks talking, me who mine yeah. is, I'll just talk around all of the other players. Yeah. No, in the league. We've not even discussed a single waiver yet. Yeah. <laughs> None of us have picked our Pete, waiver and it's honourable mentions. So, um, is Keaton Mitchell, because the, the Ravens running back room is terrible at the moment, and they've got a rookie there who was averaging over, I think it was like 6.7 yards a carry in pre-season, got injured. At some point, he may come I don't into it. I, I, we've discussed this. Pre-season is dead to me. I know it is. Um, it has no relevance. has no relevance. None right. of those were honourable mentions. Is, who is your waiver? Uh, Curtis Samuel. He is currently... Good shout. Um, currently only drafted in 15.9% of leagues and is wide, re- wide receiver rank... 35 going into this week and scored 14.2 points in the last... Are you suggesting that he's better than Johan Dotson? <laughs> Johan Dotson? Right now, yes. Because he's... You've given up on Dotson. I have given up on yeah. Dotson. I've still got him in Dynasty because I feel like the, the talent's there and we've obviously got bigger benches but in my redraft I was like, it's time to give up. As painful as that was. 
So Samuel has got four receptions in the last uh, three consecutive games, and two of them have resulted in touchdowns. That's said consecutive games because yeah. we had four receptions in three games, and this would be the worst waiver shout I've ever heard. <laughs> two, two of them have, uh, were touchdowns as well, and he is what he's been. He's been targeted in the red zone since week three. He's against the Giants this week. And if you're like me and have a lot of injury concerns and a lot of bios, someone like that. I'll pick him up, him stick in. him with Hubbard and send you over a trade offer. It's still going to be a no <laughs> for Armin Rasek Brown. Ian? Uh, Matt, I hate, I hate this pick because I don't like him. It's Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, no. Wow. I know, I know. And he's always... The he's one that you called a centre at the start of the year. He is a centre. He's the world's worst centre. But you know, it's all because of Armageddon, and running backs are going down all over the place, ruining everyone's fantasy hopes. This it looked like Ramondre Stevenson took a nasty one. I know he came back on and finished the game, knowing what the NFL are like with concussion. Did you see? Did you see the hit with it when he did his head? Didn't look great. Yeah. Um, he was assessed for ankle and head injuries. Did return to the field. I just think he's gonna he's gonna have to go through the concussion protocol. Which Mind means he's gonna time. miss this week. Yeah. Um, while he was off the field Zeke picked up scored his highest score of the season 11.9 points and scored his first TD at the Patriots so if Stevenson's going to miss time Zeke can look forward to that bell cow role that he had at the Cowboys for so long I still don't know if he's good enough I don't think he's got it anymore well it's the Patriots is anyone there good enough did you see, well, when did you're you, looking at RB1s because everyone's on IR did you hear that stat on the commentary yesterday that they'd had 27 drives without getting to the red zone yeah 27 consecutive drives without making the red zone. But yeah, Mac exactly. Jones isn't the one on Howler. I'm That's because Zeke's not been playing. I'm not, I'm not sure how Zeke is supposed to do any damage from the halfway line at this point <laughs> in his career, but we'll see. Mine's Jordan Mason. Uh, feels a bit obvious, but if McCaffrey's out, there's got to be a go-to. And Mason looked bright on the five or six carries he got yesterday. And I mean, if you can get a piece of that 49ers offense, especially if Debo's out as well. They've got someone's got to run the ball. So I think trading trading Ayuk is looking like one of the most stupid things I've done in redraft this week because I mean he's clearly going to get absolutely spammed for yeah. the next few weeks if those injuries hold up. But it's worth picking up Kittle if he is available. Yeah, he should have a. Can't of, imagine Kittle being available anyway. No, but he should no. have a couple of good games as well. Yeah. I'm going to start moving this on quickly because otherwise we're going to end up with the longest pod we've ever done. Uh, selection nightmares. Some people might say we have too many sections to the show. And who who are those people? <laughs> Do you think maybe we need to cut this? Who down, are those people? Cut this down slightly. Who are those well, people? Why don't we cut down all? We welcome your feedback on any of our social medias or yeah. email address. But all the people who said they missed the pod last week said, said exactly, that we got yeah. too many features. Yeah. We, maybe we should cut out all the ones we haven't got a sound effects for because then okay. we're, we're not getting rid of the ones. That, we, well, that just gives me incentive to find more sound effects. Yeah, we're not getting rid of the ones we found sound effects for. So, selection nightmares. I could have done with your help with my Lockett versus Gabe Davis last week. I, I feel, told you I Lockett. feel like neither of you would have told me to pick Gabe Davis. Nope. Um, Ian, who have you got? Mine's Christian Watson at Denver, uh, playing against Denver versus Scary Terry McLaurin, who's playing against the Giants. And this is volume receiver versus scoring potential. Watson's averaging five and a half targets in his two games that he's played. Terry McLaurin's averaging seven targets a game. 
but they both scored a TD each. And Watson's played five less games. So they're both playing against poor defences. Watson against the Broncos and McLaurin against the Giants. Do I pick the one that's going to get the targets? Or do I pick the one who's more likely to score? I would go with Watson myself. Uh, which um, which it, league's it in? PPR. Is it... Uh, McLaurin. If, if you, if it's, you, not, it's not PPR, it's half PPR, Dynasty. Are you currently... Have you got a lot of steady players in your team? No. Well, then <laughs> no, go. I'm one of, no. Then go with McLaurin. I'm one of five. No. Yeah. Then go McLaurin because it's it's steady uh, points. Are you playing? You are going to be one and five. We might have to start talking trade offers before the deadline. Uh, I haven't sent any trade offers out to everyone. Oh, one and five. You know, I haven't heard any. One and five. Because you offered. Gabe Davis well, and Chuba Hubbard. A, a, one, a, one of, a one of five. I need someone who's going to go off. You're playing, yeah, but you're so playing someone. You're playing another team that doesn't score particularly well. Who's two and four? I would stick with the safety of McLaren. I, I agree with where H is going. When we haven't got time to go through. I'm your not roster. doing it again. <laughs> but um, I, I think it depends on what you've got around him. But I think McLaren. I think McLaren's safer. Yeah, if you've got steady players then Watson and the main reason I say that is Jordan Love looked worryingly bad the last couple of games yeah yeah fair enough thank you for nothing what do you mean we just told you we just teamed up and told you yeah (laughs) it's not the answer I wanted to be fair I wanted you you both to go Watson you'll definitely score you're going to I feel like Watson's plays we're not not going back over it that's what it is it is what it is you make the decision and and I'll tell you what change it on Sunday morning like I did and then sit here moaning about it next next week H Uh, mine's two running backs yet again Uh, it's my toughest thing it's going to be James Cook versus the Pats or Javante Williams versus the Packers I'm leaning more towards Cook because he is an RB1 and Javante Williams is coming back I don't know what's going on at Denver anymore yeah it's it, it seems like a wise one to go with Cook, but the fact the playing the Packers is kind of came into it for me. I I think Cook. I think I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is with the Patriots, but all I would go. I mean, some people would say all is not right. I would go as far as saying all is quite wrong at the Patriots at the moment, and he don't seem to. And usually, I will get onto the predictions in a minute, but I backed him to beat the Raiders this week. It's like they are going to figure it out, and they're not. They're really not figuring it out. Well, it's, it's, it's worrying because not only the Patriots getting beat, they're getting beat by record scores. Yeah. And I think the Bills haven't looked right for a couple of weeks. They didn't look right in London. They didn't look right when they got back from London. But I feel like a week at home, they'll go, yeah, they'll sort it out. And if they need to get right, a game against the Patriots. The last couple of, the last, not, the, the couple of times recently, they've absolutely destroyed the Patriots. And I think James Cook will be a big part of that. Yeah, so that, I, I'd agree well, with Pete there because is this the league that I'm playing you in? Uh, one of them, yeah. Right, Javante's the way, <laughs> yeah. way to go, mate. Um, well, the thing is, like, J- Jaleel McLaughlin's up pretty good. Yeah, and I think you know Javante Williams coming back, coming back in. Is he going to lose some of his reps to Jaleel McLaughlin, who's looked pretty decent? Whereas you know, with James Cook, he's getting it. He's he's, he's playing eighty, ninety percent of the snaps on the head coach's episode as well. We'll talk Bill Belichick as well, Pete. 
We won't be talking anything you're on your own. <laughs> I, I hope I'm sick for that one. We'll, we'll set it up and then me and Ian will go to the pub while, while, while you, while you, while you Head coach roulette. Um, so mine is DJ Moore, who had a couple of good weeks and then I stuck him back in because his quarterback's moving and now he hasn't got a quarterback. Or against the Raiders. Or Puka Nakua who's clearly been overtaken as the main pass-catching option against a tough defense in Pittsburgh Steelers. And quite honestly, this is in my dynasty team where I would usually have other options. But because it's... Injuries and buys. It's buys more than anything. My, my dynasty team's looking all right injury-wise, apart from fields. But buys are absolutely killing me this week this across one, all of my leagues. This one is easy, Pete. If Justin Fields is not fit... Do not go just uh, DJ Moore. Yeah, because the backup quarterback looked terrible. He did, and at least with Nakua, I think they brought him in to know make Justin Fields get. feel better. <laughs> I don't think he's there. I don't think he's there to actually like take the field and yeah. play, play football. I think there was like if we bring him in and just have him playing in uh, in the week, then Justin Fields will feel better about himself. I'd, I'd still rather have. Knowing what Puka Nakua can do with Stafford, it could be that it's Nakua's week this week. Yeah. The Rams were frustrated because I had Puka in one league and I've got Kyron Williams in a couple. and Karen. Karen Williams in a couple. And when Matt Stafford's got Cooper Cup there, that's all he wants to do. I know. Sometimes he just wants... It's like, I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to look straight at Cooper Cup. I'm going to wait until Cooper Cup gets free and then I'm going to throw him the ball. And I'm like, just... It's, it's like it's what happens with Devante Adams. In like, the, it's, it's Devante the first, Adams rule. Yeah. And especially in the first half, Karen, Karen, Karen Williams is just stood there going, I'm free, give me the ball yeah. in acres of space. He's like, no, I've trained my eyes on Cooper. Yeah, it's like, it like last season, I was, I was playing against Devante Adams when he got 17 targets in one game. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You leave him alone. Right. Matchups. Anyone got a matchup they like to share? Something they fancy? Yeah, mine's uh, Jacoby Myers against the Bears. Okay. So you think the Raiders, you obviously think Devante Adams, um, who's obviously a lock for this fixture. If you're on the lookout for a high-end wide receiver too, then I think Myers is your man. As long as Jimmy G's the quarterback. Rumour has it that he's avoided a serious injury with his back. and He's got a chance of playing this week. In the four games that Myers and Jimmy G have played together, Myers has had 39 targets. Scoring 29, 15, 20, and 17 points, which are numbers you would expect from a wide receiver. One. He's looking really good. Yeah. Uh, and but, Adams, Adams isn't right. But when Jimmy G Don't was injured earlier in the season, no. and this is with Aiden O'Connell in the centre, Myers only got four targets. So whether it's going to be Hoyer or O'Connell, it's lo- looking like it's going to be Hoyer if Jimmy G's injured. But it seems that if, it, if it's not Garoppolo, Myers is more, than a, more of an afterthought. Yeah. So if Garoppolo plays, you've got to put Myers in your team. I like that. Right. He's getting 10 targets a game. Mine's a brave one. Um, I'm going Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I thought I against... considered this. Yeah. So against the Bengals, he seemed to have finally got... Kind That's of... weird. Feels slightly on edge now that I'm thinking the same way as H. No, no, yeah. Yeah. We only got five targets against the Bengals or something like that. Uh, he got, he, was he only four... gets five targets every week. That was the one yeah. thing that made me go, I'm not sure I'm sure his ceiling's too low for me yeah. to... He, he's, he was four or five for 48 yards, but he seemed to get used a little bit more of the guy that was at Ohio State last year. 
and I've always been high on JSN, so I think he's going to have a breakout game. He's playing the Cardinals, who, as Pete mentioned, they seem to just be losing that little edge now. Um, I think JSN could be in for a big game. Yeah, I like the Seahawks. I have gone with a defense. I'm going the Raiders D against the Bears, backup I mean... quarterback. <laughs> That is wow. You know, you know, I like to mix it up. I, I didn't pick a kicker. You know, I like to mix, but the Raiders' kick, kick Raid, Raid day, the Raiders' day led by Max Crosby, is looking good the last couple of weeks, yeah. and against averagey quarterbacks, and the backup Bears quarterback is barely that. Yeah, so, so it's like, less averagey than average. In, I mean, we've had some when we've done the predictions for games this year, we've had some absolute shockers. When you kind of look through and go, that could be a shocking game. That could be a shocking game. But Bears Raiders has got all the potential with two backup quarterbacks in. Has got all the potential to be absolutely terrible. Can we flex weekend. that to four a.m.? Possibly. Well, just flex it out of flex but, it. Flex it to two o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. No, that's got they're gonna. That's got Scott Hansen just. Apologi- pick, apologies to any Bears or Raiders fans. Yeah, that might happen to be listening. That's got um. Scott Hansen forgetting to go back to it, written all over red. Not forgetting, like, just nothing's happening. For those, for those, of even you, though I've said put my ears in. For those of you, for those of you, you're wondering that game is still going ahead, um, and, <laughs> and yeah, it's gonna be one of that. Yeah, it's it's zero two at half time. Max Crosby's got another safety, and that's it. That's the only thing that's happened. So yeah, I'm. I, what, you know, I like to stream defenses, and Raiders are one of the ones I'm looking at this week. Which means somebody in our league is going to pick them up before I do. I might have not put this podcast out until until <laughs> Wednesday. We recorded it on Monday, but just I'm not. Do it, just do it now. I'm not putting it out till Wednesday. Uh, right over to Ian for our new feature. New feature. You were just talking about having too many features, and we're going to introduce a new one. But you, you can't stifle when you get a man like this on the podcast. You can't stifle his creativity, mate. <laughs> we've got to like, we've got to let him come up with these things. You've got to try them out, and then we'll get somebody to tweet in going, "That was rubbish." They'll yeah. do that yeah. again. Uh, oh, that was I great. actually really yeah, like this one. To be fair, until people start listening, we can do what we want. <laughs> yeah. it, can, it can be two hours long. Hey, this, wait, the last episode we had was the most listened to since the summer. That's him listening to it six times. <laughs> I, I I actually didn't listen to the last one. There you go. We're we're growing. You had two weeks. We had a week off. So someone's someone's listening, and we appreciate you all. Yeah. So keep, thank you. Yeah, thank you very please much. Please keep for listening. tell your friends. Yeah, we'll repeat all the listeners. I'm, I'm being glib about not having no listeners, but we are. If I didn't laugh, I'd cry. So we're, it's we're, one or the other. We're having fun doing it, and it's peaks and drops. We're having fun doing it, and the feedback we do get is positive. So we're we hope everyone's having fun listening to it. Uh, go on, hit us with your new feature. Right, and then we'll so do my new feature is called Titan Roulette. And it goes off the basis of the fact that it is literally impossible to pick a tight end that Just is going to score well I don't know what you're every issues. week unless you're a tight end named Kelsey. Yeah. So what I've done is I've created a roulette wheel with the top 32 tight ends. I'm not going to list them all, but surprise and Kelsey and Andrews and people like that on here. They are on there. Right. Just for fairness sake, really. So if you're going to spin this wheel and it's going to go play yeah. Travis Kelsey, yeah. that's not going to... I don't, I'll spin I, it again. I don't, I'll spin it again. <laughs> I don't see, really see what that brings to the audience, to be honest. No, you, you obviously got Kelsey, Laporta, Hawkins and Andrews. There's your top four. But then the surprise entrance, Johnny Smith. He's fantasy relevant. He's, he's in the top ten of Titans. I mean, he's above Kyle Pitts. Who would have called that in the season? 
So, Pete, are you back in on, on Kyle on Pitts the, now? Um, I'm, I'm getting there. Yes. I'm never going to be in on Kyle Pitts anymore. He's burnt me too many times, but I do <laughs> think they might have actually worked out how to use him. Yeah. The guy, the, I'll tell you what, we're, we're he, going he, off on a tangent. Going off again. But the um, Falcons commentator yesterday said Jonu in a different way. I can't even remember what he said, and it's going to like annoy me now, but he was like, I'm going to find out, and I'll bring it back to the podcast next week. But he said, John, he didn't say Jonu, he said something else. I was like, is this another A-chan thing? Have we have we got to call him something different as well? But... <laughs> was, it, was it like a soft J, like yeah, Nordic? It was, it was weird. Was it I'll Yonu? Out. I'll find out. So rather than us try and predict a tight end that's going to score well, we're just going to leave it up to fate. <laughs> well, the wheel do it. It's, la- it's lazy podcasting. Have we have we got like a, this. have we got a wheel sound effect? I feel, uh, I feel uh, like we we might have already used that. I can turn the wheel sound effect on. There we go. I was I'm screaming. excited for this. Now go for it. Who are we playing this week? So this week we should all be playing Noah Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Gray. Noah Gray of the Kelsey's Ke- finished. He's finished. <laughs> Noah Gray of the Kansas City Chiefs. Kelsey's wow. finished. I've been calling it since preseason. Noah Gray. Is the man to play this week? Feels. No, he's not. Can we have another spin? <laughs> <laughs> Please. Right. Okay. We'll see how Noah Gray gets on. I tell you what. If Noah Gray scores double figures this week, then that that's it. That feature yeah, I'm is going with this. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. Noah Gray doesn't get a catch, then maybe we can. Um... Does that mean he's wait now? Till, wait till Kelsey's on the injury report on Friday, and it was like, oh, Noah Gray's coming yeah. in. Does Does that mean he's now out of the tight end roulette for next week? No, because I'll just put the I'll put the oh. top thirty-two back in next week. Can we not just have like I'll take the top four out. So the top I'll take Kelsey, Andrews, Laporta, Hawkinson. I'll take them out, and then we'll do the top. We'll do the top twenty-five next week. Okay, that Wait, sounds not better. the top twenty-five. The top twenty-five after the top four. Twenty twenty twenty-nine. So five to twenty-nine. Yeah. But five to thirty. All right, come on, lads. We're doing too much off the off the yeah. pod chat on the pod now. Yeah. We can work this up. We can work the details out. Right, we're on to predictions. Love this. We are on to predictions where I suppose we need a quick roundup of the last couple of weeks. So in week five, Ian, you ended up there was fourteen games. Ian ended up eleven and three. I was eight. I was wow. I was eight and six. H, you were nine and five. Oh, he's back so, in the game. So that left H two wins ahead of Ian until this week, and I crumbled this again. Week where Ian is ten and four. H is nine and five, and I'm eight and six. So I'm one so, ahead. So H is back. H, your leads back to one. Sixty-three wins plays sixty-two wins plays a paltry fifty-three. Uh, this week we all had the Chiefs, Ravens, Bengals, Dolphins, Rams, Bills. We also had the Forty Niners and Eagles. Messed that up. Um, Did Ian's, you pack the Texans? Ian's. I wonder what odds you'd have got on a Ian, double of the Forty Niners and Eagles both losing. Ian's. Uh, oh, massive. Ian's advantage came with the Commanders when we went Falcons, but that was the one he got over you, H. Um, and the Jags, to be fair, because you went Colts. You went Vikings, and we both went Bears. I was the only one who went Texans. I also went with the Jags, but it wasn't enough because I picked the Patriots and the Bucks as well. So I'm back at 10, 10 games behind after six weeks. That's pretty impressive. So going into week seven... First up, Thursday night football. I am getting up to watch Monday night. Very, very unlikely I'm going to be getting up to watch Jags at Saints on Friday. I'm not sure. I've not checked my fantasy teams, but I can't imagine I'm going to have much fantasy relevance in this game. And I still have no interest in watching the Saints. 
But what do we think is going to happen? As a, as a Alvin Kamara owner in a couple of leagues, I might get up for that one. And watch him get spammed. However, yeah, two yards. I'm got, yeah. That, I'm, going, I'm going Jags. That stat line he had the other week of 13 catches for about of, eight yards. 14 was, targets for 11 catches. Yeah, for two yards was ridiculous. You're going Jags. I'm going Jags. I am also going Jags. Yeah, clean sweep. Clean sweep on the Jags. Lions at Ravens. I'm taking the Lions. This was the hardest game. I went Ravens, though, just... That is a tough one. It's I... a really tough one. I am going to take the Ravens as well, I think. Raiders at Bears? Oh, what a game. I'm glad that's at 6 o'clock. Hidden away. It's not that many games this week. Like, there's only 13 games on the slate, but hide it away at 6 o'clock. And there's some great games as well this week. I just want to pick a tie. I, I'm going to go Raiders because I've just backed everybody. I've just said that everyone should pick their defence up, so I'm going to back that up with... I, I'm going to do Raiders off the back of my Jacoby Myers pick. I've gone Raiders as well. Clean sweep on the Raiders. Yeah. The Bears not getting a lot of love without Justin Fields. Browns, Colts. The Bears didn't get a lot of love from me anyway. Sorry, people. I'm going with the Browns. It's only when you, you start going through games that you realise how many backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Suddenly, this is a second game back to back with potentially backup quarterbacks in the game. Um, Mr. Sean Watson's clearly decided he's got better things to do than play for the Browns. Just carry his money. Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to go Browns. I've gone Browns as Clean well. Clean sweep. Yeah. Bills at Patriots. And he could, again, Bills yeah. versus potentially a backup quarterback. Yeah. It's Clean not sweep. Even, at some point, Matt Jones is going to have to get benched. This one could be interesting. Commanders at Giants. Yeah, he does have to get. He's, well, he benched him twice. Yeah. Three times in games. He, at some point, he's going to get all right. It might have to just give his happy. Yeah. Commanders at Giants. Commanders. I've gone Commanders as well. Well, apparently, we're all going Commanders. This is going to really help me get back from my 10 games being behind. I feel like chasing it this early on is only going to go wrong, though. Falcons at Bucks. Falcons for me. I'm sticking with the Falcons. I think I've backed them in every game this I'm year. I'm taking the Bucks. And it's not going very well. Possibly a good shout. Steelers at Rams. Rams. I've also gone Rams as well. Clean sweep on the Rams. Cards at Seahawks. Hawks for me, please. Ditto. Yeah. We've got a few we've all agreeing on. Yeah. Pack, I feel like we're going to have to mix it up, but some good games coming here that might inspire conversation. Packers at Broncos. Not that one particularly. I've gone Packers. Packers. The Broncos on a... Broncos played on Thursday night, didn't they? That was terrible. You know what? I need I need to find a I need to find a, a difference on you two, so I'm going to go Broncos just. To, Oof. I don't know. That was an odd. See, I see. I feel I feel like you get difference on the next three games. Yeah, that would be your better. He could have gone. could have gone Packers there. Char- and gone different in these three. Charges at Chiefs. I'm I'm going Mahomes all the way. I assume Hage is going to go Chargers because Justin Herbert's the best thing ever. I have gone Chiefs. Um, I have gone Chargers. Even though it's Noah Gray's breakout game. <laughs> Noah Gray is going to gonna fair, score 30 you, points. You didn't know that before you picked the Chargers, though, did you? No. But the Chargers... Now no, 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 I'm up against the wall now, aren't I? Because yeah, well, I want Noah Gray to do well. I think he can still have a breakout game. If Noah Gray has a breakout game, something's gone wrong for the Chiefs anyway. So yeah. it might be that they're losing to the Chargers. Dolphins at Eagles, Sunday night football. 
I that's think, a reason to stay up right into the night. I think this is going to be a great game. Um, I've gone Dolphins. So I was thinking because of how well the Bills did against them because the Bills were defensively strong, but they seem to just find something again this week. So I'm just going to jump on the train. I'm going Eagles. You're going Eagles. I think they'll get it right. Ian's going Eagles. Hate's going Dolphins. I am also going to go Eagles. Flipped away from what I originally thought. And <laughs> finally, Monday Night Football, the 49ers at the Vikings. I think this one's going to be a clean sweep, isn't it? Oh, he's got his injuries as well. Christian McCaffrey's got an extra day to get healthy. Yeah. It, well, as, as a McCaffrey... an injury as, as that a, never as a, heard as a McCaffrey... Oh, yeah. Was it oblique? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, like people that own McCaffrey, they've got it. They've got to wait past the six o'clock window on a Sunday. All those games on the Sunday, and he might get he might get called. That's why you need Jordan Mason. Yeah, you need Jordan Mason on your bench. It's, it's or worrying. Alex it's worrying when you've got someone who's on the on fifty fifty. You would trade with him if you'd have just picked up Alex Madison, like I told everyone. To, That's the point. Sort of, I'll, give you C- I'll give you CMC for Madison. This, this is the this is the one week that it would have actually been relevant, I except for the fact that I have to play Madison every week because everybody else is injured. I heard that trade offer he's offered you. I'd accept. I know it. he did. Yeah. Yeah. CMC for Madison, you're on. I've still got to go the Niners. I've got I've got to believe that CMC will suit up. It's not even that. I think that non Jefferson is a massive factor. Um, I'm going Niners as well. Do you know what? I'm going to go Vikings. I don't. Because I've got to make up some ground. And that was the week six to week seven pod. Follow us on the socials. Any other business before I wrap it up properly? Just um, just give Fantasy Game Day another shout. Yeah, Fantasy Game Day app. Download. Sign up. Use the code JMDFS. Deposit and play, get your second game free. All thanks to us, effectively. Yeah. And our new partners. We've, we've done a lot, we've done a lot of graphs securing this deal yeah. for you three listeners. So <laughs> a lot of a lot of negotiation went into it. Yeah. I have I have right, I had a few things I was gonna mention after we so yeah, sign up to that. One well, before we go, I have one thing that I was gonna mention. I had several things I was gonna mention last week, but one that stuck with me for this week. Has any team in the history of the NFL ever, after five or six weeks, and they don't play till tonight, ever looked like they were more guaranteed to get to the playoffs and more guaranteed to get knocked out in the divisional round than the Cowboys currently do? Could you... It's boom or bust, isn't it? It's not. I don't think it is. I think it's they. They are definitely going to make the. This is what I mean. I've never looked looked at a team and gone. They are definitely going to make the playoffs. And they are definitely not going to make the championship game. They are so nailed on for that bit in the middle. So they're going to lose the wild card round. No, I think the divisional game probably. Right. I'm going to hate myself for saying this because I really like this team, but I'd say the Lions are probably. But uh, I think the Lions have got no, Super Bowl I think, potential. I, I think, yeah, the, Lions, I think I, the Lions I could actually, go, I, could go I, deep. I, if it was Lions versus the Cowboys, I can I can see the Lions winning that one. But if it's the Lions versus the 49ers or the Eagles I can't but this is what I mean like I look at the Cowboys and I think they're going to put together 11 wins 12 possibly even 12 wins but then they're going to cut as soon as they come up against it showed it against the 49ers this is what really got me thinking about it and now this podcast is going on longer than I wanted it to 
just because I wanted to make one point before we left. But I was just, it was last week. I was like, I've never known after five weeks of a season a team because you always get excited this earlier. Do you know what I mean? Like you get excited yeah, about a one. team. I've got one. And you kind of go, well, they look really good. And I remember when the Bills started on fire and teams look really well, good. Well, I was going to say the Bills because the Bills, the game wins, but they're not looking good. I've got um, one. I've got one. And you'll all agree with me because they're in the worst division in football. Are we talking football. the current season? Yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars. They've got, they're in the worst division. Let, let's be honest. Yeah. They've You've lost Anthony Richardson. Granted, we haven't. We've actually you've got essentially, you've back. essentially lost Damian Pierce. What's going on there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's in the backfield. Somewhere. <laughs> I said I've seen him because Devin Singletree played better than him. And the Titans look terrible. Devin Singletree might be a pickle. Big Dev. Genuinely, but yeah, Jackson Cowboys. You can throw Cowboys. Cowboys going to make the divisional game and then lose again. Put money on that. Yeah. I don't think I'd get very... It's just so nailed on to happen. Anyway, follow us on Facebook, Twitter. It's not called Twitter. X. X. Facebook, X. Instagram. Instagram. Reddit. TikTok. We do. We do. We are supposed to have a social media manager somewhere out there. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, boats. It just promises so much and delivers on very little. <laughs> oh, we do. We are on... Oh, mo- I'm busy with work. We are on most of those at JMD Pod. We've also got the email jmdpod.outlook.com and anything else you need. Here's Ian's mobile. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in to next week. Tell your friends about this week. Share. Love us. Rate, rate us on please. Rate us on Spotify. Give us any feedback. Share and the just, game day app and also share our promo code with your yeah, friends Yeah, and well. just finally before we go. I heard you always hear this statement where it's like nobody enjoys, nobody cares about your fantasy team. Well, if you're listening to this, you clearly care about our fantasy teams a little bit. And if you'd really like us to talk about your fantasy team, get in touch. Tell oh, us. Yeah. And we will. We will talk about it. Yeah. So if you think, I've always wanted my fantasy team talked about on a pod, get in touch with us. Yeah. Well, happily... if, you've got, if you've got a selection nightmare, yeah, give let, us... Us, let us know and let us, let us misguide you. Well, yeah. <laughs> Send your full... Send your full team in and we'll rate it as well. Yeah. Or just send H a trade offer, even though you're not in the same league. <laughs> yeah. So, I'll listen. Any, I'll tell you what, that's the other thing. This is going on way too long. Tell um, tell us what you thought of my trade offer. Javier <laughs> Gibbs, Gabe Davis, and Chuba Hubbard from Amon Ra St. Brown. Sell or no sell? <laughs> you can sell that. I'm not. Right, let's wrap it up. Hit it, Ian. <laughs>